Matthew, Matthew chapter number nine. And there's three different texts in, uh, that this story is covered. It's covered in Mark chapter two is the verses that we read last week. And then it's also covered in Luke chapter five. And it's also covered in Matthew chapter number nine. And we talked about how important it was for our friends that we bring our friends to Jesus and make sure that we're part of the four that brought him to Jesus. But tonight I want to take a different aspect to it. So let's go ahead and read a couple verses and uh, we'll take a couple thoughts here from Matthew chapter 9 and then we'll, we'll read a few verses in Luke chapter 5. The Bible says, And he entered into a ship and passed over and came into his own city. Um, and behold, they brought to him a man, sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, and said, Wherefore, thank ye evil in your hearts, for whether it, be, whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk. But that he may know, that ye may know, that the Son of Man hath power on the earth to forgive sins, then saith he to, take, to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed and walk. Take up thy bed and go into thy house. And he arose and departed to his house. And the Bible says in verse number 8, But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power unto men. Now last week, the, the aspect of them uh, taking and, and removing the roof is not described here in Matthew. In Mark, he describes how they tore the, basically tore a hole in the roof and let the para, uh, paraplegic down. In Luke, in Luke chapter, in Luke chapter number five and verse number eighteen, I'm just going to read a couple verses to you. You're welcome to turn over there with you, but we'll take our main text from Matthew chapter, uh, Matthew chapter number nine. But the Bible says in, in, Mark, in Luke chapter number 5 and verse number 17, And it came to pass on the certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law uh, setting by which were out of the town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in a bed, a, man, a bed, a man which was taken with palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went unto the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, and, and again, we talked about this last week, so I'm not going to go into that, but in every text, in Mark chapter, in Mark chapter 2, in Matthew chapter number 9, and in, in Luke chapter number 5, every time it says that their faith, it was their faith that would allowed this man who was paralyzed to be healed, this man who was paralyzed to be healed, it was their faith that caused that to happen. For miracles to take place, it's not going to come because of, of good deeds. It's not going to come because of, of your goodwill. It's not going to come because you hope it or try it. It's going to come because of our faith. The Bible says if we have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, hey, uh, move over and go over there. It didn't say because if you're a good person or, or if you, uh, you uh, have enough strength in, in of yourself. That's not what it says. It says, but if you have the faith. When Jesus saw their faith, he healed that man. Our faith makes a difference. Our faith makes a difference. 
Our faith is important. The, it is important that the prayer of faith shall save you. <clears throat> when I was talking to uh, the lady yesterday about, about asking Christ to save her, the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, he says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And I tell this to everybody that I talk to about the Lord, and I tell them, I said, number one, I said, when you, are, when you can say this prayer, you can say it a million times, and you never get saved. Because it's not the prayer that saves. It's the faith and the belief that God will save you. Uh, because I always, I always use this illustration, but it's true. But I remember as a kid when me and my brother would fight, and we fought a lot, probably way more than other brothers should have. But uh, I'm serious. We fought way too much. My parents would probably say that. But, I, but I, as I sit there and I think about the times that my mom and dad set us down and said, okay, now apologize. You know, a lot of times I just apologize just to get out of trouble. Very few times that I mean that I was sorry after I hit my brother in the head. You know? <laughs> if you knew my brother, you'd understand. No. <laughs> Ah, Stacey's back there shaking her head. But look, I mean, truly, I mean, there's a lot of times we'll say I'm sorry just to get ourselves out of trouble, but truly it's not, a, it's not a meaningful sorry. And when we pray and ask Christ to save us, it's not, oh, save me from hell. Woohoo, it's over. No, it's, it's that deep belief. It's that deep trust that Christ will do that. And, and it's the same thing when we pray. I mean, it's not just a swooping through and God save everybody. Hallelujah, it's done. You know, that's not how it works. You know, it's that deep faith, believing and trusting that God will and God can answer our prayers. Can God answer prayer? Absolutely, He can. But it's that faith of the pray, the prayer of the faith that takes place. When Jesus saw their faith, He healed them. When Jesus sees our faith, does He answer our prayers? That's right. That's right. He does. That's right. But I ask this question to ask us to look inside. And I want you to ask this question to yourself. When Jesus sees my faith, does he answer my prayers? When I asked last time for that prayer, that thing that I'm praying for, that thing that I'm searching for, did I ask in faith? Did I truly ask him? Ask, oh, Lord, I'm asking you in faith to do it. That's, that's a convicting thought to me. Did I ask it in faith? Believing that God can and that God will. Now, now, as we look at this and we go back and jump down to verse number 25, there's a, there's a couple things I want to bring out in this text. But before we jump down to verse number 25 in Luke chapter 5, okay, uh, there's a couple things I want to bring out. Number one tonight truly is Jesus can save. Only Jesus can save. The Bible says, Jesus told him, he said, My, thy sins be forgiven thee. And then he gets a rebuttal. If look in this text, the Bible says in verse number 17 that he was talking to the Pharisees and the doctors. Well, they wanted to know why would you blaspheme God and say that you could forgive sins? <clears throat> Isn't that sad enough that in today's realm, in today's society, we have men who believe that they can forgive sins? 
Look, I can't, I can't forgive sins uh, no more than anybody else can. And I can't absolve you from sins. And I can't tell you to do certain things to absolve you from your sins and say so many things and do so many things and pay your penance and your sins will be forgiven. I can't do that for you. And neither can any man. And when those men, they looked at that the Pharisees and the doctors, they looked at Jesus and they said, Why are you telling him, Thy sins be forgiven thee? As Jesus says, it's because I'm the Son of Man. And I can, I'm the only one that can give man, man, man forgiveness of sins. Amen. Jesus only can save. Only Jesus can save me from my sins. I'm talking to the church crowd tonight. I understand. I'm talking to people who are born again tonight. So you understand that Jesus only can save. It's not through the baptistry waters, and it's not through communion, and it's not through the church, and it's not through uh, different uh, steps and take 12 steps over here and seven steps here. No, it's nothing through that. It's nothing but the blood of Jesus, and only Jesus Christ can save. That's it. That's it. That's it. And what people, and the Bible says you must become as a little child to come unto him. What does that mean? Why does he say that you have to become like a little child? Is because we have to believe that Jesus is it. If you're a grown-up, sometimes we have trouble understanding that Jesus is enough. When I've talked to people about salvation, some of their biggest things are, well, what about my works? Or what about this? Or what about, none of that even matters. Why is it that none of that matters? And this is what I say to people, and this is what, what is true. It, why did Jesus die on the cross? What was the purpose of him to die on the cross? Why? My sin. Uh, it was my sin that nailed him there. It was my sin that put him on the cross. My sin that did that. And because it was my sin that put him there, it was his blood that paid for my sins. Amen. And if it was by anything else to go to heaven, Jesus wouldn't have had to die on the cross. That's if right. Jesus wasn't enough, the cross wasn't enough. That's right. And what's the point of the cross if it wasn't enough? What's the point of him dying on the cross if it wasn't enough? It was. And Jesus makes his statement in, in Matthew. Jesus makes the statement in Mark. Jesus makes the statement. Go back over there into, into Matthew chapter 9. He said, but in verse number 6, but they, that, that ye may know that the Son of Man hath the power on earth to forgive sins. Praise the Lord, he can forgive our sins. Now, he can not only forgive our sins for salvation, but he also can forgive our sins when we mess up. When we do something we're not supposed to. When we fail. God can forgive our sins. Honestly, it's the greatest assurance as a Christian because every one of us are going to mess up and every one of us are going to do something we shouldn't. Say something, see something, watch something, whatever it is, you name it. Put it in there. Just put it in there. We're going to do it. We're going to mess up. But who can forgive us? God can the Bible says a brother offended is harder to win than a strong city with walls. You know what that means? If we're sitting in here tonight and I make you mad and I offend you, it's going to be harder for me to talk to you, harder for me to win you, harder for me to, to get with you and, and have a sweet fellowship with you or become friends with you because of that wall that exists, because I've offended you. 
And if you've had people in your life, every one of us, I mean, you could go, you could probably make a list of all your enemies, I mean, all your offended people, right? Amen. Every one of us have been offended by somebody at some point in our life. But when we offend Christ and when we do wrong, we can go to him and get forgiveness. And when someone has, when I have offended somebody and when I have made somebody mad, I don't want to make, I don't want to leave things the way they are. I want things to be right. And I want things to make sure they're squared away. I don't like, I don't like tension. I don't like, I don't like that at all. If you want to have an argue with, with me, I don't like that. I, I absolutely despise uh, disagreements. I do. But all that being said is if someone will forgive you on this earth, they'll still remember They'll still remember. But when we go to God and he forgives us, guess what he does? He forgets it. He gets away with Bible says, I was reading in our, in our Bible reading or scripture reading, I can't remember what chapter it was, but he said our sins are cast as far as the east is from the west. What does that mean? They're, they're not to be remembered anymore. They're buried in the deepest sea when I ask Christ for forgiveness. And only Jesus can give that forgiveness through salvation, and only Jesus can give forgiveness after salvation. But then also I see something else. Not only do we see that Jesus can save, but Jesus brought something after the healing. Bible says in verse number 6, he says, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way. Verse number 7, he arose and departed, departed to his house. So Jesus, so number one, we see that Jesus is the answer for salvation or Jesus is for salvation but that, or forgives our sins. But then also we see when Jesus heals, look in verse number eight, look what happens. But when the multitude saw it, what'd they see? What'd they see? What'd they see? Come on, help me out. They saw... This paralyzed man. In Mark chapter 5, they tore, the, they tore the ceiling up. They lowered him in on the bed. Each of their friends doing this for him laid him out. He can't move. He can't move a muscle. He can't get out the bed. Jesus tells him to get up, and he says, go home. And he gets up out of that bed. And when they, when they saw it take place... The Bible says in that verse, let me get it so we can read it. What does it say? And when they saw it, they marveled and glorified God, Amen. which had much, which had given such power unto the men. When they saw it, when they seen the miracle, they glorified God. You know why? One of the things we do, I love to do on Sunday nights, is give everybody a chance to praise God. Do you know why? You've seen something. You've seen God work. I want to give you a chance to praise God for what He's done. Because too many times in our life, we focus on the negative, and we focus on the bad, and we don't focus on the good that God's done. Because all of us have seen bad. All of us have seen tough. All of us have seen the negative, if you will. But we've also seen the good. 
and we ought to tell everybody about it. Truly, when God does something, everybody ought to know. Oh, man, I've heard that story. Go ahead again. There they go, talking about how, they, how God saved them. Oh, here we go again. They're talking about how God cured them. Do it again. Say it again, because you saw it. You know, you've told, you've told stories to your grandkids, or you've told stories to your kids. I remember as a kid growing up, my dad used to build houses for a living. And uh, we used to drive around a house that he built. Oh, man, I used to, I built that house. Yeah, I built that, you know, and he'd always, you know, we'd drive by the house. Oh, Dad, we've seen it a hundred times. And he's like, man, I built that house. Because he was just telling us what he did, something that he saw. Hey, Grandma, hey, Mama, don't ever get tired of saying, Daddy, don't ever get tired of saying, hey, I want to see, this is what God did for me. Let me tell you what God did. Hey, can you imagine what Moses' grandkids thought? Would you shut up, man? We've heard that story about you parting that sea, but okay, all right, we've heard it enough. <laughs> Boy, you're going to be in trouble tonight, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm not trying to start a fight. I'm not trying to start a fight. But can you imagine? I mean, they, 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 I don't know. I don't know that they got tired of hearing about Moses talking about, man, I was standing there at the edge of that water, and all of a sudden, oh, I mean, just telling how it went. Yeah. Hey, Christian, you've got something. God's answered your prayer. You talk about it. You talk about it. You tell it. You tell it. You tell everybody you know what God's done for you. Go back to the day when God saved you. Hallelujah. That story should never get old because you've seen it. You watched God work. And may I say that to you today? I, I don't want, and I, I want to tell you this, I don't want the seeing of what we've seen God do and God working to be something of just the past. I want God to do something today and this hour and this year and this month and the next month. I want God to do something today so that I still have something to talk about and I have a new story to tell and I have a new something to tell because I've seen it and I watch God work. That's right. That's right. I don't want it to be the stories of 20 years ago. I want it to be the stories of today. Because when they went home and they told that story, or they went home and they saw it, that happened that day. When you've seen God work, don't be ashamed to tell it. Don't be ashamed to tell it. Don't be ashamed to say, man, look, what God's done for you what God's brought you out of, what God saved you from, what God's done for you. You know, and some people aren't vocal, and that's fine. You don't have to be. You don't. And some people are more vocal than others. No names mentioned. They're not bashful. Not bashful at all. But truly... <laughs> I don't need controversy, brother. After I'm done, I better shut up. I better get out of here. But, <laughs> but truly, all those things that we've seen, and whether it has been a long time ago or whether it was just yesterday, keep telling about it. 
and keep that fire deep down inside because that what that what happened years ago, what you saw God do, is still God's still the same. Yep. He can still work. He can still save. He can still answer prayer. Just like he did when he did it for you. He can still do it. And he hasn't changed. He said, I'm the Lord thy God. Brother Jerry, I'm the Lord thy God, and I change not. He's not, he's not the, he's not, he's the always the same God. In 10, 20 years, he'll still be the same God. And we'll still be able to say, look what God's done. Not because of me, but because of what God's done, because of how he's worked. And they glorified God, and they marveled at what he had done. Don't forget the little things that God has done for you. You know, too many times I think we say, gosh, y'all are lucky. I got through that or something that happened. But I've learned to do away with lucky. I was blessed. Amen. I was blessed. That's right. And it's not about luck. No. You know, it's about the pure blessings of Almighty God. Amen. 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 That's right. And the other thing you were talking about, faith and men to I think a lot of people, I think as Christians, we need to pray for more faith. I think a lot of people pray, but they expect it with, with faith, and it's going to happen. But then it doesn't happen right away. That faith starts going away, and we can't let it. Right. Because too many things have got to fall into place before that the answer comes. Yes, sir. And I've saw that before. I mean, we, want it, we, we want it, as humans, we want it to happen today. Right. We need the faith to believe and forget it because God's going to take care of it if we let it. Yeah. We've all fallen short of faith. Oh, yeah. Because I have no idea. I don't know anybody that's moved about. Yeah. Right. Amen. That's Amen. It's true. Go along with Jerry. Sometimes long haul, you have to stay in it for the long haul. Oh, it is. It is. And honestly, the Christian life is not a is not a sprint. You know, it's not a it's not a one hundred yard dash or a hundred hundred yard hundred meter dash. It's not. It's a long. You're in it for the long haul. And that faith that you guys are talking about, and that faith, look, God increased my faith because I'm not. I'm not ever gotten to the pinnacle of faith and boy I boy I've mastered this thing but I don't ever doubt look <laughs> I doubt all the time no I I mean I do doubt there's times man I'm like what in the world and what is God doing what is going on but but I you know I have to allow those things to take place in my life to help build my faith to get me closer to the Lord to increase my strength and increase my faith and I'm not ever if I ever get to that place to move a mountain, if you will, man, God help me to get to that place to build my faith and strengthen my faith that, we, you know, truly, truly God can help us. And uh, doubting Thomas, doubting Thomas, he, Jesus showed him the holes in his hands. And he said, you know, blessed more are those that believe without seeing. Right. You have saw. That's right. But those that haven't saw. Right. And we're those that haven't saw. Right. We, we, we believe the word. We've got right. the Bible now. Yep. To believe. Yeah. yeah. If you ask, if you lack faith, what do you need to do? You need to ask him for it. 
Ask him for that faith. Ask him to help build your faith. I want that strength of faith to be able to not doubt um, truly. And, uh, but that faith made them whole. Um, Jesus is the answer for salvation. And then they marveled at what Jesus did. And they truly glorified God for what he had done. Don't ever forget to glorify God. Don't ever forget to I, thank God for what he's done. You know, it's not me. Anything that God has done, anybody that has been saved, it's not Trenton. It's not you. It's God. You know, and the, and the list goes on. Whatever the works that has happened. It's an almighty God. And let's pray. Lord, I love you. Thank you for uh, this evening. I pray and do ask that you'd be with us.